Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I am so glad that you're tuning in to this week's episode uh, where every time we have an episode of the Gen Z Today podcast, we come together and we talk about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of Generation Z, as young people from all over the world that have a passion for uh, wanting to see God move in our day and age. And uh, I am really encouraged and excited about this episode uh, because this is the first ever podcast that we have recorded in the continent of Asia. I am currently in Singapore right now, uh, which is like nine over 9,000 miles, almost 10,000 miles away from Chicago where I live. So this is pretty crazy that we are recording an episode all the way over here. And uh, why am I here right now? Well, it is for How to Life Singapore. And uh, by the time this comes out, How to Life Singapore will have already happened. But How to Life Singapore uh, happening April 2023 is the first ever How to Life movement event to happen in Asia, led by an amazing group of local teenagers and young people uh, from around the Singapore area. And uh, two of them, the two leaders of this amazing team, are here with me now at this place that we're recording. And their names are Faith and Evangeline, and uh, I'm excited to introduce you all. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Jordan. Hey, listeners. I'm doing great. How about you, Evangeline? <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm doing amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that we are having you guys on the podcast here, and uh, this is a really cool story of how we initially even first connected here. And uh, similar to a lot of people uh, that I've connected with in the last couple of years, uh, how did we originally meet? Evangeline, do you want to tell us how how did you hear about How to Life movement all the way here in Singapore? Okay, so it all started from the very famous platform TikTok. And I came across Elijah Lamb and Yasmin Bergado through him as well. And I just started following their socials. And I was really inspired by like what they post and how committed they were to Jesus and this whole lifestyle. And then um, I came across this event, How Life Movement, where I saw like many young people come together to just praise God and worship His name and really talk about Him, which is something that I've actually never really encountered, um, mainly because from my background, I wasn't really from a big youth group. It was because it's like a family church and there isn't many youths to like kind of bond with. So I thought it was like super cool. And I was like, wow, we need to have something like this in Singapore. And then, yeah, Faith, you want to share how you got to know about it? Sure. So I also found out about How to Life through TikTok. Um, I was following Avery Ashdown and she was posting about it. I think they were having a How to Life near her. And so I found it out about it through her. And then Evangeline and I were talking one day and we were like, oh, hey, have you heard about this thing called How to Life? And Evangeline said, yeah, I do. And they were like, wait, no way. We thought we were the only ones in Singapore who knew what How to Life was because obviously it's not a Singapore-based movement. And um, after that, we sort of reached out to Jordan 
it took about I think half a year before anything solid started to come into place. But I mean, now I think about a year later, we're here and our first event is happening tomorrow night. So exciting. This is truly amazing. And uh, I first made a trip out here back in 2019 uh, and met a person who's now a mutual friend of all of ours, Grace, uh, who lives here. And uh, uh, she years ago was like, hey, it'd be amazing to see something like this for the youth and uh, for people in Singapore and something for the young people. And it never really came together then. And then the pandemic happened. So like How to Life Singapore got tabled as an idea back then. And it didn't seem like there would be anything happen for a while. The idea just kind of faded away. But then you guys reached out and in 2022 or 2021, sometime in the last couple of years here. And, uh, and we're like, hey, what if we could get this going here in Singapore? And just like you guys said, it the process began and uh, here we are. And as of this recording, uh, we are here right now for How to Life Singapore and are praying that God will move in a mighty way here and not only here, there's other areas in Southeast Asia and around uh, Asia that have interests now. And uh, our hope and prayer is that this won't be just one event in Asia, but hopefully the first of many more things to come here uh, in in this continent with young people from all over. So it's truly so amazing and encouraging what God is doing. And uh, it's so fun to be here and uh, to be in Singapore. Uh, could one of you tell us a little bit about Singapore for people who... Uh, who don't know uh, exactly what Singapore is. Uh, and I know for me, I didn't really know a lot about it. I knew a little bit years ago. I'm like, oh, that's like a really fancy, expensive city in Asia. And then I saw Crazy Rich Asians. And uh, and that really helped me learn a lot more. And if you are listening and you've ever seen that movie, it's a pretty good movie. If not, you should watch it. It'll educate you a little bit. Um, I'll let you guys... Uh, have either of you seen Crazy Rich Asians? You both have? Okay. You can let us know if that's accurate or not. Faith, tell us uh, about Singapore and what we need to know. Where is it? What is it? Disclaimer, Crazy Rich Asians is way inaccurate when you're talking about probably 99% of the population in Singapore. Um, we're actually recording this podcast on the, one of the roads that they filmed on, Orchard Road. And so this is the more ritzy area of the Singapore. And most people don't live in this kind of wealth and luxury, that's for sure. Um, Evangeline, do you, <laughs> do you want to tell us about Singapore? Yeah, honestly, a crazy rich Asian doesn't really portray what Singapore is. So I think Singapore is like, a really diverse country. It's um, it has like four main races, which is Chinese, Indian, Malay, and what's the other Western? <laughs> yeah, Western people. And yeah, I think that's just really one of the main like cool things about Singapore is that they really prioritize all these four races together. And since like school, they are like completely um, giving that option to students. Like for example, learning languages, they really encourage you to like learn other people's languages as well. And of course, food. Yes. <laughs> That's Singapore's icon. And like you literally get to experience everyone's cultures, food. And I think, yeah, Singapore's just really like culturally just amazing. It's yeah, a really good spot for Asia. Yeah, Singapore is this amazing city. I know the first time I visited it uh, was truly a fascinating experience. It's a very hot area. It's uh, summer all the time. Uh, according to what people have said, sometimes it's raining. Uh, Faith wants to jump in. There are four seasons here, actually. It's warm, hot, hotter, and hottest. 
There you go. Uh, you've heard it from Faith herself. No, it, it's a, it's very hot. It's uh, for uh, you Americans like myself. Uh, we're talking eighties year round, eighties and nineties even. Uh, hot and sticky and humid, and uh, but it's nice. It's 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 cool and a tropical kind of vibe that. It's right down by the equator, so it's a, that helps with that climate. Sometimes it rains a lot. Uh, for Celsius, uh, that's like 30s temperature uh, a lot of the time. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a warm place all the time, as, as Faith said. So uh, it uh, is a very uh, big business capital, this along with like Hong Kong and some of the uh, uh, now a lot of Chinese cities as well are, are, are really drive a lot of the Asian economy and, uh, and yeah, and it really feels like kind of a place where there's a lot of like East meets West sort of global city with people from all over that live here and, uh, very diverse. As you said, uh, every major world religion is represented here. Uh, everything from, uh, yes, Christianity, but Hinduism, Islam, uh, Buddhism, uh, Sikh, uh, uh, every atheism that's, it's all here. And, uh, uh, and it's it's a fascinating uh, area where uh, you can see all this stuff in one place. And anything else you guys want to share to explain Singapore to people? Singapore is actually a port town or like a port city. So when Singapore was first founded, it started off making money from the ports because it's in a very strategic location. So they made the port safe. They made the ports accessible. And that's what drew people to come to Singapore. So that's how a lot of the East meets West thing started. Um, yeah, but Singapore is very diverse. And culturally, it's very well mixed too. Like I feel like you won't see um, a culture that's this mixed and this well harmoniously mixed elsewhere in the world, really. Wow, wow. Well, guys, if you have never been to Singapore or never been to Asia, we recommend check out Singapore. If you ever get a chance to come to this part of the world, uh, it's a pretty amazing place. And I think you'll learn a lot. And we could talk about the interesting things about Singapore all day, but uh, we've got to jump into some of the next parts of this podcast. But uh, and to transition into that, uh, every time I have guests come on here, I like to ask people to share a little bit of their story about how Jesus has changed their life. And as that's the whole core of Gen Z today is talking about uh, how God has changed our lives and, and how to live and lead uh, for Jesus as members of Gen Z. Uh, Evangeline, we'd love to start with you. Could you tell us just a little bit about kind of how Jesus has changed your life, just kind of your story and and just a couple minutes? Okay, so, um, okay, obviously it's like kind of hard to like say everything in like two minutes or something, but I'm going to try my best. So I was like brought up in a Christian household, but as much as that being said, um, I felt like since young, I was just, I mean, like two kudos to my parents because like since then they've always been making sure that we go to church every Sunday, have like family prayers every night, um, read the Bible before you do anything else in the morning. And yeah, really because of them, I'm like here today. But then at that age, like for example, from like, I think around like 16, I've been like following that like blindly. So maybe in <laughs> in um, in terms, it would be like more of the religion than the relationship with God. And I was super focused on that. Like I just blindly followed the rules of Christianity in a way you could say. So yeah, it's just been like that until like pandemic. It's almost like God brought on the pandemic just for people like me to like change. So it's also kind of 
weird because I've kind of got closer to God gradually not just like one point and then I'm like boom like my whole life transforms it's more of a gradual one and it's through TikTok so it's kind of ironic because people tend to say like oh at the start like TikTok is like a place full of evil because it's social media like anything could be there but God literally changed my life through that and I think that's just so inspirational so how it happened was obviously seeing young teenagers of my age just share about God and I was just like super inspired like these young people they're so on fire for God yet I've been doing all these religious things since then and yet I'm not feeling anything for him so then I started to like actually look forward to these verses and like these meditations that these young teenagers would do and I always like kept looking forward to it and yeah so eventually I started to realize like okay why not I just pick up the bible and like actually read what's in the words instead of just reading the words like generally so then I started to meditate on the word a lot more and yeah, from there, I just started to get a gradual um, increase in the relationship with God, how close I got to him. And I finally heard his voice speaking to me in tough times. And that's when I just really like, wow, he's so good. And I'm just so thankful that I actually got to know him through this platform. So yeah, that's kind of the wrap up of my story. Well, Evangeline, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing with us about how Jesus has changed your life and and how cool to think about how God worked through your life during the pandemic, during a time that for so many people is so dark and, and it was dark, but think about how God was working even in the Valley for, for so many people and in amazing ways. And then through social media of all things, that's always so encouraging to hear. And we, we praise God for that. And, uh, uh, faith would love to hear from you. What's a little bit of your story. How has Jesus changed your life? Sure. So my testimony also starts off with social media, which is crazy. I mean, okay, yeah, clearly we're Gen Z, but <laughs> basically my testimony follows Isaiah 55, eight to nine really well. It, Isaiah 55, eight to nine says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So ultimately God really has our lives and everything under control and his ways are better than ours. Um, I first got social media illegally. My parents didn't know. I didn't let them know. I was really young and I just started doing all sorts of things that weren't exactly uplifting to God or myself or literally anyone around me on social media. I made a bunch of secular friends, which were was also the first time that I had a lot of secular friends because I'm homeschooled. So most of my friends are from church. Um, so it was just a whole new like place for me to explore. And that's what I enjoyed doing at that point of time. I made friends with someone who is non-Christian. She's a Muslim, actually. And she and I started getting into these really religious, deep talks. And she started asking me, like, because she was genuinely curious about Christianity, about God, and about what my religion was versus what her friends' religions were. Um, so when she asked me those questions, I was like, hey, wait, I've go, been going to church my whole entire life. How come I don't know the answers to these? So I asked my pastor, I asked my youth pastor, and my youth pastor actually was starting Bible studies with this new non-Christian girl that has been attending our church school for some while. And so he invited me to go onto this Bible study with him. Um, so I met the girl, we started doing Bible studies with her and keep in mind at this point, I had already taken Bible studies and I had already been baptized. So 
after we started doing Bible studies for about a year, he let me take the reins on the Bible study. So I'm giving Bible studies to her now by myself. But because of that social media interaction or encounter with someone who was non-Christian, who was curious about God, that's what's really started getting me back on track and started getting me questioning what I believe not to change my religion, but to really, really, truly know what I believe in and why I believe in it. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you, Faith. That's so encouraging to hear how just through through your friends and through seeking after God, he's he's worked in your life. And for, for each of us and for, for any of you that are listening, just to for all of us to know that God has God is the reason why our lives have been changed and and it's so important for us to continue to think what is the difference that Jesus has made in our life, whether or not we grew up in a Christian family or more recently came to know the Lord, our lives would be totally different if it weren't for Jesus. I know for me, my story, I came to know the Lord at a young age and grew up in a Christian family, but I know that if it weren't for Jesus, I'd be so different. And and uh, for all of us, it's so important to think about this and just think how has God worked in our life and, and what can we be grateful for and thank him for. And uh, uh, we're going to turn a corner to kind of the final part of the podcast today, just kind of the uh, our theme uh, for today is about trusting in God. It's a real simple theme. And uh, uh, for many of us, we're like, oh yeah, I trust in God. But we we might say that we do, but it's sometimes different whether or not we actually do sometimes. And uh, Evangeline, I want to uh, start with you here. Could you share with us uh, kind of some scripture on this and just some of your uh, heart and passion when it comes to the idea of trusting in God and why that's important? Yeah, for sure. So actually, this is something that God has been speaking to me lately. And um, actually, from experience, like this year, like earlier this year, it's it all started. So it was for my school and I wasn't doing that well. I was like an average student. But then again, I was like trying my best to do as much as I can because I'm like applying to universities right now. And my parents aren't really open in like going overseas. So local uni is really competitive. So you have to actually have like distinctions, lots of good portfolio. So I was just going all around, running around, like trying to get as many things as I could. And, but then my grades were obviously like just not it. Like I always keep working hard for it, but no, it just doesn't like meet your expectations. So there was one point I was just so done. I was like, God, why do you keep like doing this to me? Like I'm putting in so much effort into my studies but yet I'm like not getting what I want. And it was really taking a toll on me because I decided comparing myself to like my brother who was like kind of like the smarty, smart kid and with lots of my relatives as well. So I really put it on myself. Um, so that's when I just like cried out to God, like, God, this is just not fair. Like, why are you doing this to me? And then as much as I was just so harsh with that, I just started to be like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to read the Bible right now. And coincidentally... Or not. <laughs> it's God's um, way of just talking to me. So then I read Isaiah chapter 40 and literally the title of it, the title of it was Comfort for God's People. And I was like, wow, that's Amen. just so cool. And then I read this verse, which was like, which says, why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. And I was like, 
is God speaking to me right now? I just like replaced Jacob with my name. So it's like, right. why do you complain Evangeline? Why do you say Evangeline? My way is hidden from the Lord, etc. And I was like, okay, that is it. God is speaking to me right now. And then he says, um, like throughout the verses as you can read, it's like, um, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And it literally says that no matter what you're going through, no matter like the, t- even if you're going through the worst, you know, like Jesus went through the worst yet, like he still won the world. And from this verse, like, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. It literally said like, as long as you have God by your side, if you just lean on him, he's just going to be with you and he's just going to bring you through all of your struggles. So yeah, just leaning on him and just kind of trusting him throughout all the processes you could be stressing out over something that could be impossible but god is a person who makes the impossible possible you know so that really like brought me through and i think that's what god has been like speaking to me throughout these months evangeline that's amazing and uh, to think about just truly the importance of trusting in god and uh, knowing that if we truly ground ourselves in him and uh, uh, knowing that he will he doesn't fail us. He is faithful. He uh, has so many promises to us, and 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 we can rest in that and know that. And how how often do we spend so much time worrying and being anxious about? Oh no, what's going to happen? Whereas if we often, God's just like, hey, trust in me. I've got this. I've got you. I've got a plan. It's okay. God's doing. I'm doing something here, and and uh, and that's so amazing to be able to rest in that and to know that God is always at work. He's always doing something. Faith, I'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. What's some of your thoughts on this idea of, of, of trusting in God and, and, uh, and some of your heart uh, behind this? I completely agree with everything that Evangeline has said. I believe that if we can do the natural, because all of us are natural human beings, God can definitely do the supernatural. So because of that, we should definitely trust in him and believe in him. And whenever we have any troubles or any issues, any cares, we should always cast them upon God. Because in 1 Peter 5, 7, it also says that we should cast your anxiety on him because God cares for us. He not only cares for us in a loving way, but he cares for us in a fatherly loving way. And that to me is so much more different than just loving us, you know? But faith, that's so good. And, uh, we can trust God with every ounce of our being, and it's not just something that is a is a as we go through life thinking we have to do this on our own. God truly has this in control and has a plan for us, and 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 to be able to trust in Him is is such a blessing. Knowing that it doesn't all uh, fall to us to to figure this stuff out and to rely on our own strength, but truly. Uh, God has a plan through this, and and uh, as we're wrapping up the this episode here of the podcast, and uh, talking about just the importance of trusting in God and and all of these things, uh, Evangeline, uh, if we I want to hear from you, kind of again here on just what if you were to challenge someone who's listening, maybe you know, one of the listeners is just wondering how can I trust in God? What what advice would you maybe have for someone who's trying to figure out how to 
trust in God more deeply. Okay, so for any of you out there, you could be going through the worst right now. Like you could be like, there's no way that anyone could ever help my situation. But you know, we are we are we have a living God out there. He's just yeah. literally beside you doing whatever you're doing. And he's just there standing and waiting for you to like come into his arms and letting him into your life. And you could be like, no, I'm supposed to be doing these things. Like, how could someone else like do it for me? But the thing is, he has his ways, you know, his plans are always better than yours. And literally all you have to do. Yeah. And all and all you have to do is just literally just say to God, like, God, just take my burden and lead the way. I'm just going to be following wherever you want me to go. So just meditate in his word. I think that's like the number one thing you have to always do. And from there, you can just feel him leading you to different places. You'll feel people coming to you and answering your prayers and all of your struggles. So literally just getting to know him better and also letting him in is just you. I mean, what do you have to do? Yeah. Faith, what would you have to add kind of just in this final minutes here of of what, what would you encourage someone who is trying to figure out how to trust in God. For me, I'd say be intentional. Be intentional with everything that you do. For example, if you go to school, you could pray to God before you leave your house to go to school and be like, God, I'm going to school today. And it is a place filled with dangers from the world. And we all know that we are not fighting just evil powers, but we're fighting against principalities and flesh and blood. Um, So just pray to God and ask him to protect you. Ask him to give you the power to resist evil and ask him to help you trust him, fully trust him in your day as you go about your day in school. And trust me, you will see God working in your life if you trust him. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, I hope for each and every one of you that are listening, this has been encouraging for you today to know that we uh, can trust God. He has our best interest in mind, even when it doesn't always seem like it. And even when it doesn't always feel like it, as we wrap up the podcast episode here, faith, would you be willing to pray and uh, maybe pray specifically for the person who's listening that might be struggling with how to trust in God? Sure. Let's pray. Lord, I would like to ask that you give whoever is listening to this podcast a chance to know you truly and a chance to fully commit to you and to trust you. And I ask that you help them to trust you. Show them what you can do and show them that you are the most powerful God in the world and that you will always be there for them. You have been there and you will always be there in the future for them as well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Evangeline, Faith, this has been so wonderful having you on Gen Z today. Uh, and uh, it's so cool because, again, in the two years ago, a year ago, when you first heard about How to Life, it was through people, all of whom have been podcast guests on this before. And now you guys are podcast guests, too. So I find that amazing and uh, and so inspiring. And uh, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're from somewhere in the world. Maybe you're from Asia and you're like, hey, I'd love to do something like how to life in Asia. We're looking to start more how to life groups all over the world. And uh, again, how to life Singapore is what is happening as of this recording and uh, will have happened by the time this episode airs. And uh, our prayer is that more uh, events and initiatives like this might start around the world. And uh, if you want to learn more, reach out to how to life movement, reach out to 
the Gen Z Today podcast or or my own page, Jordan Whitmer on Instagram. And uh, if someone does want to, uh, I ask every guest this, and uh, if someone wants to uh, stay in touch uh, or in like follow uh, you on social media, uh, do uh, you all have any pages or places that you would invite people to follow? Sure. My Instagram's faith with two H's, X-I-N-G with two G's. So again, that's F-A-I-T-H-H-X-I-N-G-G. It's confusing, I know, but yeah. There we go. Faith, there's the plug. Yes. <laughs> and uh, all right. Yeah, so you can follow Faith and uh, and uh, and that's awesome. Well, and make sure if this has been encouraging to you to follow the other pages uh, that I mentioned already and uh, we're so excited about what God is doing. Yeah, he's so faithful. And uh, make sure to listen to some of the other episodes of Gen Z today. I hope that these are encouraging for you. And uh, uh, make sure to share these with a friend as well. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for listening. you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. Gen Z Today.